Hello and welcome to Rise Into Radiance. I'm your host, Mandy Rue, and this podcast is going to take you on a journey like a phoenix rising from the ashes to begin to take ownership of the fact that you are the creator of your life. I'll be talking about topics such as embodiment, spirituality, mental health, and how to live your dharma. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Rise Into Radiance. I'm your host, Mandy Rue, and I'm so excited that you're here. I invite you to take a moment to take a deep breath in through the nose. And exhale out through the mouth. Take a moment to pause, to tune into your body. Give yourself a moment to just be and breathe. And today I am going to talk about the importance of embodiment and mental health for creatives, soulful entrepreneurs, heart-centered leaders, and visionaries. So first things first, if you identify with any or all of these things, you more than likely have a bunch of expansive ideas that you are wanting to implement. You may have felt rebellious throughout your life, like you don't fit into a box, and you know that you are here to make a difference. And for a lot of us in the beginning of this, because our path is so unconventional, so different, and sometimes we hit these inner critics. And I see this a lot with the clients that I work with, communities that I serve within my own being, and also in my friends that are also entrepreneurs, where inner critics come up and they are here to try to take us out of the game. It's fear-based. It is based in the I'm not good enough, the how will I ever do this? Who will even listen? Who will even come? Where do I even start? And then we stop before we've even started, which is doing ourselves a disservice and also doing our community a disservice because if we have an idea, if something came to our mind to be implemented into this world, we are meant to bring it into reality. So you don't just think you want to do something because it's just a thought that popped into your head, especially if it's like consistently coming back to you. Like that idea is consistently coming back to you. That is your spirit speaking to you. That's your dharma. That's your purpose. And so the more that you learn to deepen your foundation within your being, it becomes easier to begin to implement these ideas, to begin to start to put yourself out there in that way. And you also are able to really provide a beautiful service to your clients and to be able to creatively express from a place in your being that like fills you up, fills you up with joy and energy and excitement and inspiration. And so this is also really a matter of feeling into what is in alignment for you and what is not in alignment for you. So many times in our society, we're taught to do what's not in alignment, you know? Get a job that we might not love because it pays the bills. Go to school and get a degree because that's how we'll be set up. Here's the thing. It 
2023, y'all. Times are different and you can do whatever it is that you set your mind to. Like there are so many expansive opportunities literally at our fingertips and it's up to you to really tap into that and really allow yourself to step into your power, step into your leadership, step into the fact that you are capable of creating all that it is that you have bubbling up inside of you. It's just really a matter of getting grounded, getting clear, and giving yourself enough space within your being to implement these ideas. And so I want to talk about what embodiment is, especially in regards to this topic. So I talked about it a little bit in the last episode, and embodiment and somatic healing are similar but different. Um, And so I feel that, in my personal opinion, embodiment is living, being the energy of what it is that you're calling into this world, becoming an energetic match to that. I believe that to do so, you have to learn how to regulate your nervous system and heal from the body, releasing the stories and narratives that keep you stuck, the things that you've moved through in your life that could have made you say, I can't do this, I'm not capable of this, it's too much, it's too overwhelming. Not allowing those stories to dictate your reality anymore, really stepping into the fact that you are the author, the creator, the artist of your own life, of your own chapter. You know, no matter what you've been through in your life, you are capable of creating a life that you absolutely love. And so embodiment is allowing yourself to really step into that and show up as that version of yourself that you're wanting to call forth as your, you know, higher self, as your true self, being in alignment with what your inner being is pulling you towards. And so sometimes when we're stuck in our cycles, when we're moving from a place of not enoughness, of being rooted in our like trauma responses and our anxiety, depression, and all those things, we tend to be living it almost sometimes feels like you're living like a parallel universe where you see a vision for your life but you keep playing out a different narrative and if only you could stop doing xyz then you could insert dreamy vision here (laughs) I know I've personally experienced this and I've seen it a lot with my clients as well and so this is why it is so important to when you feel the call to slow down to go within, to nurture your mental health, to nurture your nervous system so that you can really get centered and grounded and then move from that place. And that's really where the magic happens, right? And this isn't to say that after you start doing the inner work and everything like that, that life is just perfect. And no matter what, you are going to be living a life full of butterflies and rainbows. We're still humans. We're still humans, (laughs) y'all. So this is really about deepening your, your capacity within, deepening your capacity to 
really step into your power. And this happens through nervous system regulation. This happens through mindset and mental health care. And this happens through taking aligned action. But I believe that being able to take aligned action, like actual aligned action, is really best supported when we focus on embodiment and mental health first priority absolute first priority so when you're starting to step into this when your soul is starting to feel this pull towards living your dharma there comes a time where you end up implementing practices that work for you you know if you're into the spiritual the spiritual realm if you're into mental health stuff you know a lot of times meditation yoga embodiment practices such as dance and movement breath work as well as getting help from a therapist a mentor a coach that is is speaking on the things that you're wanting to implement into your life These are really the foundational pieces to beginning to learn how to deepen your capacity within. You really want to get support at first. And with that being said, there's a lot of great books that you can read and things like that. But honestly, I find that we heal a lot more in community. Like community is so, so, so important because not only do you realize that you're not alone, but you're also held accountable to stay consistent. And so the more that you are able to regulate your nervous system, which yoga and meditation, I believe were the OG somatic healing practices. They were somatic healing before somatic healing existed, right? And now like the mainstream is really starting to implement these tools that have been practiced for thousands and thousands of years, which is so beautiful because it can help so many people. And What this is really about is telling your body that you are safe. Like, I am safe. I am enough. And learning how to move from that place rather than moving from a wounded place where we're not believing in ourselves, where we're staying stuck in unhealthy relationships, unhealthy patterns, unhealthy environments. And what I see a lot with the clients that I work with is as you start stepping into your dharma and embodying your purpose, you go through like a purging period. And I cannot make this up. I've seen all of my clients go through this and it was not on purpose (laughs) where you end up naturally cutting out things out of your life, such as people, habits, places, things that are no longer in alignment. So A lot of times we tend to end up in these situations due to our wounds. Um, I believe that our outer worlds mirror our inner worlds. So like how we're feeling on the inside is what we're going to attract on the outside. Yes, on a manifestation and spiritual level, but also on like a practical level, you know, like if you in your childhood received a certain type of love, you're naturally going to search for that love in everything that you do in people in your career in in jobs in business all of it it's all reflected outside of ourselves and that's why it's so important to be aware of your mental health and embodiment and so 
you go through this like purging period, which is not always easy. It's definitely hard because you're releasing a bunch of things that you've been doing for God knows how long. And then you're starting to really step into creation mode. And you know, it ebbs and flows, right? Like we're always dancing in the duality of suffering and bliss and hardships and good times and, you know, really balancing between. But what happens when you start to really take care of your mental health and your spiritual health is that it doesn't, the waves that come up in life don't knock you off your feet as much. Because you've deepened your capacity within, you have more space to hold the challenges that are coming up and to know what to do. So you're inviting in an energy of innovation, of I'm going to figure it out, of how am I going to like alchemize this and move through this rather than this sucks, F my life, like this is about me, victim. We're moving into... What is this here to teach me? How can I continue to move forward? How can I learn from this? And with that being said, there has to be time and space to like actually feel, you know? So we don't want to spiritually bypass where we're painting butterflies and rainbows all over everything because that is also not not the vibe. But how can you deepen your capacity within to hold all of these different facets of our humanness? And then I invite you to think about the ways that you're showing up now in your life. What is feeling good? What is feeling aligned? What lights you up? What isn't lighting you up? What doesn't feel aligned? What are you wanting to shift? And we really want to invite in the energy here when we're starting to make these changes in our lives of curious observer. Let me repeat it. Curious observer. This is not, I'm going to be really hard on myself and be really mean to myself and put all this pressure on myself to speed track change because that's just not helpful. And I've also been there too in the midst of this. And I'll tell you, it takes a lot of the fun out of making positive changes in your life when you're like super hard on yourself all the time, not the vibe. So if you're starting to do that, listening to this, pause, send yourself compassion. Like you are enough in this moment, period. Like you are enough as you are in this moment. We do the best that we can with the information that we're given at the time. So when we're coming to it from that place, we can never fail. We can only learn and evolve and grow. And that is really where like the medicine is in this, right? Because so many people cease to make the changes in their life that are going to lead them to live in alignment with their purpose and their dharma due to the feeling of not good enough, feeling not whole, feeling unworthy, And so this, I invite you to give yourself the permission to begin to unpack that. Begin to release that from your being. That is not your story. That is not your story. You are worthy of creating all that it is that you can see and envision for your life. And I really want to remind you of that. And so... 
when you get crystal clear on what it is that you're wanting to call into your life, you can begin to kind of like reverse engineer it, as my my coach Melissa says, reverse engineering your vision, right? So starting to map out tangible action steps that are going to get you there. Like what is it that you need to implement and doing it in micro little bite-sized movements, micro little bite-sized pieces so that you don't want to overwhelm yourself. So in the name of nervous system regulation, we want to make sure that we're not like putting ourselves into overdrive in whatever form. And so that's why it's so important to learn how to listen to the body first and foremost. So learning how to listen to your body's signals. So many times our body will be like, hey, I'm, at least for me, my growth edge, your body will be like, hey, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. And our culture is just like, yeah, but go anyways. Yeah, but go, 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 go. Yeah, but caffeine. Yeah, but hustle. Yeah, but, 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 but. <laughs> And that is just not going to work for people that are wanting to live a life that is embodied, creative, and those kinds of things. I mean, yeah, it can work for a little bit, but it's not sustainable in the long run. And so you get to create a life that feels good, that energizes you, that you don't have to be on overdrive all the time, that you don't have to overgive, that you don't have to push past your boundaries. You get to create a life that feels so deeply in alignment with your soul and with what you really want, with what you really, really, really freaking want, you know? And I believe that everybody has the power to do this in big ways and in small ways. And so being able to allow yourself to listen to your inner wisdom and your inner knowing, which takes practice in and of itself, tapping into your intuition and moving from that place and trusting yourself enough to know that you are taking the steps that are going to lead you into greater alignment with your purpose and vision. And so change and transformation happens in tiny little bite-sized micro movements, as I said before. And so I invite you to really think about what are some things that you can implement now that are going to help you begin to embody what it is that you're wanting to call forth into your life. And I also want to touch on our mental health as well. So a lot of times, as I've spoke on, the feeling, the inner critics can come up and try to take you out of the game. And that's why it's so important to learn how to hear those when they come up, which you can do through being still and what I'm talking about, listening to your body's wisdom, to hear those when they come up and acknowledge them, give them the space that they deserve, and also lovingly Put them in the passenger seat because they don't deserve to take the wheel anymore. They are, your inner critics are fear-based. They are not your story. They may have been passed down to you from your family, from generational trauma, from relationships and things like that. And we carry those. And those aren't your stories to carry anymore, my love. We get to put those down, down. And all of this takes practice. This isn't like a one and done type of thing. It takes practice, right? And so 
at any point of our journey, as we're really stepping into the fullest versions of ourselves, it's a matter of continuing to deepen your capacity. So like, for example, if you're somebody who wants to start teaching yoga, wants to start teaching classes, at first, it can be really nerve wracking to start teaching your first classes because you're like, all this stuff comes up. The more we put ourselves out there in this way, things come up. Like I really believe that sharing our creative work and stepping into entrepreneurship, stepping into leadership is like peeling away layers of an onion. It's almost like an initiation because every time we put ourselves out there, the inner critics want to come out to play. And so this is really a matter of learning how to embrace the ebbs and flow of expansion and contraction. So when we're putting ourselves out there and when we're taking stretchy growth leaps, pushing past our comfort zone, we're in a period of expansion. And contraction is a period of integration and care and slow down, like slowness, nurturance. And so finding that balance of what can help me step into my full potential And how can I take care of myself along the way? How can I also know that I am enough in this moment? And you don't always have to be pushing and pushing and pushing and grinding and grinding and grinding. There's different seasons. There's different cycles that we move through as humans. And so I invite you to just take some time to reflect on all of this. Get crystal clear in your vision and If it feels difficult to get clear on what your vision is exactly, I invite you to think about times in your life where you felt really lit up. What are your passions? What excites you? Where do you feel the most energized? And that will lead you to the direction of your dharma. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to dive into this more, I'm actually hosting a free workshop on Wednesday, July 26th. 2023 called the embodiment sanctuary immersion you can register at igniteyourinnervisionary.com slash embodiment sanctuary intro i will also put the link in the show notes and that is going to be a 90 minute free workshop where i am going to help you to do literally everything we just talked about in this episode. I'm going to guide you in to your body through an embodiment practice, a meditation. We're going to get crystal clear on what your vision is, your dharma, your purpose, and you're going to get really connected to your why so that you can start to live your sacred mission from a place of confidence, empowerment, and excitement. And there's also going to be space for a Q&A along with community connection. So come out, come hang. I would absolutely love to have you. Again, the link to sign up for that is going to be in the show notes. And in the meantime, you can connect with me on Instagram at Radiate Sunshine Yoga and DM me with any questions or reflections that you have. And I can't wait to see you soon soon. Sending you so much love. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And as always, remember that you are worthy. You are enough. You are unconditionally loved and supported. May you know peace.